Momentum Volleyball is the online Canadian hub for volleyball storytelling, reporting, and event coverage, allowing content creators to connect with fans, coaches, and players. Momentum is the hub for athletes, coaches, and fans to find free and paid volleyball content, and we are proud to be the voice of Canadian volleyball around the world. Head to MomentumVolleyball.ca to subscribe for free and get access to exclusive content and all your Canadian volleyball updates. Hello everyone, welcome back to Sharp Cuts. My name is Garrett May alongside Josh Nickel. As always, excited to be back again with an exciting episode. We've got a special two-for-one episode, which is, I mean, Josh, you've outdone yourself this week. We've got Alex Russell and Jake McNeil on the show. Welcome, boys, to the show. Thank you for joining us. Beach Partners, you're down in Cali. How you doing? How you feeling? You ready? Yeah, I mean... Thank you so much for having Obviously us. Obviously not at all, ready, it sounds like. We're... No, no, thank you so much for, for having me on again. I'm going to be missing my my other partner, my big shooter, John May. Big shout out. But um, no, we're we're happy. We're happy to be in Cali, out in the sun, getting away from the, the doom days of winter. And yeah, we're just happy to be on the show. Thanks. Yeah, do you have anything yeah. to add, Alex, or are you just going to let Jake do all the talking? You might bit. Thanks. Uh, really happy to okay. be here. No, I, I think that's setting the tone pretty well for the way the rest of the show is going to go. So appreciate it. Thanks for joining us. Uh, for our listeners out there, our viewers, thank you so much for joining us. Hit that five star on the podcast. Subscribe. Comment down below as well. We'd love to hear the comments or hit us up on Instagram. We've had a few actions on Instagram that we'll get to a little bit later in the show, which is a lot of fun. Um, we're also going to be talking snow volleyball, the upcoming season, um, and of course, players and clowns of the week. I mean, come on. I mean, we, we got to surprise these guys and make them call them out. But first, um, just want to chat with you guys. So you're down in Cali. We got the first few tournaments coming up. Beach fans are excited. That's me. Um, Josh is nervous because he wants you to do well. But uh, maybe just set up what the season looks like for you guys because I know we got this comment is that nobody knows what the heck is going on with any of our teams. So what the heck's going on? What are we getting ready for? What's next? Well, honestly, like we've been on our toes for the past couple of weeks as well because uh, we wanted to get into the Mexico Challenger, but as we're going to discuss later, that was a bit of an issue, um, not having enough points and whatnot. But then we found out World Trials is going to be held uh, March 23rd. So the Kulangata, the Australia future, and the Thailand futures were both announced like a couple days ago as well. So our chance, uh, our plans have been just kind of material is materializing this week so that's kind of what's on the radar right now um as well as the itapima challenger after that hopefully we can get into that so those are kind of like the upcoming events for us Awesome. Now, for our listeners out there, you guys definitely cut out a little bit for there, so we missed all of that, but that's okay. Uh, could you guys just clean up your internet act here? Really unprofessional to come on the show and just be bringing this garbage potato internet. So I, I don't know what's going on down there in Cali, but maybe we need to figure that out. But it sounds like with the weird COVID year, like we, we have no idea what's coming next. You guys are getting opportunities for tournaments coming out of nowhere. Yeah, I mean, in kind of typical FIVB fashion, Oh. We're getting tournaments tournaments announced 41 days before when you have to sign up 38 days before the event. So, <laughs> so wait, so wait. So they announce a tournament 41 days out. You got to register within three days or you've missed the deadline. Something something like that, yeah. But and what if you didn't even hear about it? We're right. literally telling 
players on the beach here, and that's the first time they they're hear like, about oh, it. That's, it's like, oh, yeah, cool. I better sign up quick. It's like, well, Josh, Josh knows about this. It's some janky third-party website that knows all the details before the details, and it's the one that we've been using to see, like, how many points you have and if you're in or not in. You, I, you might know the name of the site, Josh. Well, we're, we're trying to keep Josh from speaking as much as possible. We've had a bit of a record going so far. I didn't want to say anything. He kind of jinxed it by asking him a question. He didn't say anything for like three minutes, but now, okay, yeah. okay, we, John, you can go now. Well, I'll give the website, Garrett. I don't know how YouTube works. I tried to reply to Lisa, who commented on Sarah's video about well, this website, and I tried to post a link, but I think this this website, Garrett, is so underground that YouTube won't even let me post it in the comments. It's on the so dark our, web. It's a dark web website for it, getting it, the... It the what, entry it tells list. you what you need to know so you don't miss registration deadlines for tournaments that yes. you haven't heard about that you desperately need to get in because you don't have any points <laughs> and they're the first futures and they switch the futures so they're worth like basically two star points versus right. the one stars now so we like really we need to play need these, to these events. <laughs> yeah and we were just like kind of hearing about them through third-party websites yeah. and my mama yeah. Shout out, of course, as always, who is just scouring the dark web looking for tournaments. <laughs> She's on the dark web, too. She found that yeah. site. She yeah, knows she, it for sure. So, let me, so you guys are struggling the- to get into challengers with the points situation, it sounds like. But yeah. the futures yeah. are where it's at. Futures for yeah. us is where we got to start. But things can snowball out of control because it's only three out of four now. Nice, nice snow, snow reference there with the snowball. I respect it. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. I get it. Really bring it to the next uh, topic. So but yeah, no. I don't really know how this works. This is kind of new to me. For our listeners and viewers, it's probably totally new because, again, you guys can't even find the information. How are fans supposed to find anything? So it sounds like Elite 16, there's no chance for you guys. I mean, I don't mean to bury, I don't mean to bury, bury you a little bit with that, but the challenge is kind of what we used to think of as the main draw or like a, an open, I guess, is the like challenge. Three, like like a three-star kind of. You know, like, like 24, like, 36 of the like, mid, you know, to top yeah. teams, not all the best teams are there type thing. And then the future is like, I guess, the satellites or the, you know, those lower tier tournaments that I, I, can, I don't even have an equivalent. Mm-hmm. Well, that's how it's supposed to work. But uh, like all the top teams seem to be coming down from the Elite 16 and playing the challenger format wait so you guys are not in a challenger because top teams who are in the elite 16 are coming down and taking your spot yeah the uh, tokyo silver medalists are going to play in this challenger event garrett to yeah. give you yeah. a, a sense i mean of- deal with it boys i mean <laughs> you gotta go get a medal at the olympics if you want to get into these challengers that's, i mean if you want to get to the challengers get, get, right. get good am i right get yeah good. get good like figure it out how are you yeah. guys? You guys can't get into this tournament. Come on, figure. It out. Yeah, no, we're. I think we're nine or yeah. eight, something like that, on the reserve list. And then we look, and there's like twelve. You know, something like team five to sixteen in the world is in it. So we're like, well, if you take those teams away, put them in the elite sixteen, now we're in the tournament. But I guess no, that's not. Yeah. That's not how how we're. So I don't, yeah. I don't know, but yeah. So I, I would say that the the challengers are more like three and a half, almost four stars, basically. The elite, the elite sixteens are more uh, distinct or smaller than the Olympics themselves. And then we got the challenger or the future, sorry, rather, which is where we're trying to break in. Like we said, though, hopefully a couple of good results go a long way in the new three of four system. So if you can get a couple couple of good results off the hop, it can kind of catapult you up and down 
Um, so we'll see. Hopefully that's the idea anyway. So yeah. hopefully we can well, take good luck to you guys. I mean, you better deliver because it sounds like if you don't even win any of those futures, you're absolutely screwed. I'm just looking at the list now and the three top teams are all the Netherlands teams. It looks like they're coming out to that challenger in full force, screwing you guys absolutely um, <laughs> out of that position. So, I mean, you got to blame those Dutch guys. But you know what we say on this show, Josh, about the Dutch. There's only two <laughs> things I hate in this world. People intolerant of other people's cultures. And the Dutch. I mean, obviously, those crazy <laughs> Dutch bastards. But um, no, so that's So, for Garrett, for you to go. say they better do well at these futures, like, there's only, at, at the first announcement, there was only five released. Now I think there's more. But uh, imagine hosting a future in, say, Spain, and only 28 teams get into these tournaments. So, all of a sudden, like, Spain, Germany, Austria, the Swiss guys are all going to go. So, we're going to get boxed out of those events, too, because people think that's the entry-level tournaments. But because there's so few events, those are going to fill up, too. Yeah, like being a beach volleyball player is an awful career choice. So what the heck are you two thinking? Oh, sorry, is this a volleyball show? Yeah, okay, it is. So now that everybody at home, Garrett, has their pen ready, it's FIVB dot 12, the number is 1, 2. You didn't even warn them to get their pen ready before you jumped into this. NDR dot AT, so FIVB dot 1, 2. Nickel Drake Ricky NDR dot AT. That's the dark web here, Gary. You're confusing people. It doesn't actually say Nickel Drake Ricky. It's just no, it NDR. Has, it has the single letters NDR. But you know when you give like your 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 license plate when you're like a cop in a movie, like uh, Tango yeah. Whiskey something. Yeah, I, I I don't. But just confusing people because it's an it's a URL. Like saying that over audio is tough. Just scour the dark web, listeners. If you're looking for that site, you still won't find it. Apparently. Are you saying our listeners don't have a pen ready, taking notes all the time, Garrett? Because we drop so many. No, we literally get feedback that people are doing other stuff while listening to us. They're not just sitting there focused on everything we're saying. Somebody's probably doing laundry right now. Somebody's probably on a bike ride. Like people are just doing. They got a more important stuff to do than. Take down notes during our our calls here, Josh. I'm also seeing a, a couple of big Allison Samoylovs, Brill and Loziak uh, from Poland, like top teams pushing you guys out. So like, yeah. I, no, I don't have anything else to say, but just I guess suck it, boys. Like, deal with it, right? Yeah, with it. What are you gonna do? So the futures, though, like, I guess good teams are going to those too. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean. With the system last year, I mean, I know it's different, but it's quite similar. I was at three or four one stars that Olympians were playing in, so it's it's no it's no joke out there. I, we rocked up and had Rangari in our pool for one of the one stars, and yeah, no, so it's it's tough sledding, but that's what that's why we love it. That's why we do what we do. We gotta you gotta beat the best to be the best, and that's what we're trying to do. Yeah. Now I see that Deering and Schachter made it into the qualification uh, for that one, though. So even with a guy with zero points, ah, he's got like he's got like zero. Yeah, he's got more than zero. He played three qualifiers last year. Yeah. So basically zero points um, is still killing you guys. So I mean that that would be tough. So I, yeah, I understand that. This new format is very weird as a fan because I'm not all in. It. You guys got to know it. Like you have to know it, Josh. You better know it. The fact that you don't know it in better detail on the show and are flexing is kind of worrying to me that you're a coach of Team Canada, Josh. Well, uh, the, my problem, Garrett, is I'm so sensitive that when Russ makes a comment and says, you know, we just found out about World Championship trials, I feel like compared to the old regime, I gave them more than enough notice, Garrett. I gave them like four weeks notice where be before they'd find out like the week of, where I'm still getting like slapped around being like it wasn't enough notice, like they're already in California, they got to come back. So, you know, I get really just bogged down in the weeds of getting offended, Garrett, more than learning the rules sometimes. Well, but we know that about you. We, <laughs> we, we, knew, we knew that. You didn't need to explain it, but we appreciate the context. So am I hearing this correct, though? 
world championship. To, what, we just have a spot in the worlds that we get to fight for? Uh, not technically. So we have a spot that Canada needs to play for because we don't we don't nominate teams. So we have to go. You can go to an Arsika and play for a spot, a continental spot at World Championships. So Canada will have an internal tournament. You win that, you have to go to the Dominican. And Garrett, because there's so few hosts in Arsika, it's not a tournament. It's a pool of six. And if you finish top two, you get to go to Worlds. So I ripped on the Can West format. This is worse than the Can West format. <laughs> Wait. So like, hold on. You're having a trial at in, home. And down to you, yep. In Toronto, Canada. Yes. Mm-hmm. And playing a tournament. The winner goes into a pool of six. And if you come top two, you're going to Worlds. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So, I mean, you guys got to be, like, everybody's got to be in that tournament, right? It's a free slot at Worlds. Forget your points. Like, you're right, in. Spot. You have to beat Nicaragua, Trinidad, Tobago, uh, Cuba, the Dominican. Uh, who's ESA? You, you don't, Josh. You here. just need to beat most of them. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. true. It's true. Right? You don't need to beat them all. You just need to come second, and you're in. Yeah. I mean, I'd take that. That's It's not even a silver medal. Second in the pool. Like, you could win a tiebreaker. It could be a three-way tie for second. With three wins, everybody, you make it into the Worlds because you had a better point differential. I actually wonder how that's going to go down. You're probably right. It's probably a point differential situation, but that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. Look out. So it's going to be there's, heated out there in Downsview, even though inside it's not actually going to be heated because it's freaking cold in there all the time. <laughs> so are you coming? No, I'm not coming. Are you kidding me? Nobody's coming to watch that. It's freezing. <laughs> No, not to watch, Garrett. Like, you call Batty, you register for the tournament. And, oh, am I playing? Or Snake. And why am I calling Batty? What, what's, who would your partner be right now? I think oh, that's a sharp cut. It's a sharp cut on Batty. Why am I calling Batty? I'm call, who am I calling? I'm calling Snake? No, I'm calling somebody worse than Batty. Like, I'm coming in. If I'm coming, I'm coming. As, wait, when is the tournament? Because I'm coming to Toronto. Uh, March yeah, 23rd, 24th. You just get along, yeah, Dark. Won't be there. Or maybe I will. Have I missed the deadline? No, no, no. So. no. Look out. Might be coming. I'm in terrible shape. You need a partner, Alex, or are you good? Yes, hmm? you get a partner. Oh, yeah, I got a partner. <laughs> wow. You're going to yeah. try to break these guys up on the show. Like, not only misses what I said. Misses what I said. Have you guys done that before? Doesn't get the joke and then subtly just calmly. Yeah, no, I got a partner. Like... <laughs> What an absolute barrier of well, me I there, you, Alex. I took you serious, Garrett. Yeah, the, the most that's respect. kind of respect, actually. Well, I appreciate it, but if you were taking me seriously, you'd at least consider it. <laughs> okay, come on. All right. We, we digress enough on this show. I mean, you guys are great for digressing. It's awesome. And I love Chirp and Josh when guys who can appreciate it are here. <laughs> that, is, that is high value it's, for me. Honestly, so, the show's getting close to like chirping Josh or something along those lines. Like that's getting, hey, there's been a few where it's been all on me. Okay. So just, it goes both ways here and rarely do we get to chirp the guests, Josh, because we're trying to at least be nice. So people still want to come back, but we haven't had many repeat guests though. So maybe we should just go all in on that <laughs> anyway. So the other thing I wanted to chat about with you guys, um, is the snow volleyball stuff because that sounds super awesome. I know you guys participated in that. Um, and nobody literally knows what's going on with that for a few reasons. One, because 
it's snow volleyball. It's a new thing. Nobody really knows what's going on with volleyball anyways. But two, I went and looked up to try to find results, information, stuff about it. Couldn't find anything. Everything's outdated. The websites are garbage. So tell us, what the heck even happened? We had a tournament? Did we do well? What happened? We had a tournament in Turkey. We went to Turkey for a snow We went to Turkey tournament. for snow volleyball. Yeah. yeah we as, did. One, as one does. With uh, Liam Cobb. It's because it's three on three. It's three on three. Yeah, and uh, you guys picked Liam? So, uh, us and Liam. Us two and Liam. And then, yeah, we did not do well. Surprisingly, actually, we we tried to practice in uh, in Ontario, in uh, Guelph with some of the Guelph boys, and it was it was very hilarious. Yeah, the snow was about three feet deep, and we were kind of like trying to pat it down and stuff. It was it was it was a fun time, but it wasn't at all what the tournament was like. So it's hard and, to recreate uh, the conditions to train yeah, at home because they have like. They have machinery to like pat the court down and whatnot. It's right. like it's actually the venue was beautiful. amazing. It was really beautiful, uh, and yeah, we we quickly learned that there's are teams that have been playing snow volleyball like on the tours, the the European tour for years. Yeah, they, they have like twenty tournaments under their belt. Some of these teams. So we're so in tough. So it was it was like okay like. I don't know, maybe this sounds boastful, but I think we were some of the better volleyball players there uh, alongside like the Russians and, and some other guys. But like the other guys knew the, the game way better, knew the conditions, knew right. the strategy of three on three snow volleyball. So yeah. it was we were we were in tough a little bit, but we'd love to go back and play. Right. Like, I yeah. think wow, we, we got to represent working it. What did we finish, boys? 80. Give it to me straight. Uh, I think we picked up a thirteenth, uh, something like that. Yeah. Thirteenth um, yeah. so, is actually hard to do. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, it was an interesting one because the guy running the event actually, it was when I when I was down in Bulgaria in the in the beach volleyball movie, he was he was in it. You, you just had to fit that in, eh? Yeah, I had to settle slide, not so subtle slide that in. You were in the the volleyball movie. Oh, the the you know new Guayana films, new uh, beach volleyball movie coming out. Anyways, uh, he was he was in the he was in the movie with me. The man, the gentleman running this. Uh, Stop beach right there! Film. You're <laughs> acting in a movie. Like you're in a movie as an actor. Yeah, full time. I was like there. you have dialogue. He's the antagonist. Oh, He's in the movie. The antagonist. Yeah. So this is a YouTube movie. Like it's a. Oh, oh no, Like it's a. This was a massive budget run by. I don't know if you've seen the movie Hitman's Bodyguard. Uh, yeah. Ryan Reynolds, Samuel Jackson. Garrett, heard of it? Yeah, it's, it's a the, Netflix movie, right? That yeah, it's, movie. it's the same. The same people that uh, the same movie company that di- directed that movie directed the movie that I was in over the summer with a few with like Will Hoey, Travis Merriweather, a couple other uh, players. So and- hold on, you are. You have voice lines in a movie, like you're part of the actor, the Screen Actors Guild now. Yeah, yeah, no, I was, like you I signed was, your forms. You're an actor. Oh yeah, I made some some good coin to to hit volleyballs at people and and yell at them and get in their face and it was quite that funny. is wild. They couldn't find anybody else. <laughs> well, Garrett, how many times have you watched a sports movie and you're like, oh, they should get some actual athletes for the scenes? That's what they did with Jake. He's the baller in the scenes with like, I imagine the balls like you're hitting at people are like at actors, right? They probably carried a little bit more of the uh, script. 
Uh, yeah, you'd, you'd think maybe. I mean, the main actor <laughs> was a uh, walk-on player at Pepperdine. So he was like a volleyball player, but an actor first. And then his partner... And then Will and I, who were the main antagonists or the, the villains, um, were straight up volleyball players that had some some acting lines. And Big Will, we were joking that he's made he's more of the silent uh, assassin where he's just on there to just absolutely look intimidating and massive. And yeah, I don't know how we got from Snowball. Yeah, wow. This, so yeah. I'm completely distracted by this news that the, you just happen to be there. They're like, hey, you come be in this movie. No, that's right. Where I was staying, where they were running the like Sophia One Stars was just where they, um, a lot wow. of the writers and movie people were staying. Well, good for you. So if the movie does well, you're going to be feeling great. If the movie flops, we may be memeing all of your appearances. That's on them, though. Yeah, I mean, I didn't get like a percentage of the movie or anything. No, like I just mean if the movie's terrible, you're in it and contributing to the terribleness. But if it's great... But you I mean, help make it's it great. It's a, Garrett, it's a we're going to see it. I'm going to see it. The dozens and dozens of listeners are going to go see this movie. Well, I, mean, I don't know if the dozens of listeners are going to go see it because maybe they know Jake. Maybe they don't. If they don't know who Jake is and they're going, hey, this guy is in a movie, why would I see it? I don't even know who this guy is. It's a volleyball movie. If this is our chance to make it big here. If we don't support this, the community There is die. dozens of volleyball movies that I guarantee you four have never seen. You three have never seen. Believe that. Hands down. Anyways, we've digressed hugely because that was very distracting to hear you were acting Sorry. in a movie, which, hey, I've never seen you act, so maybe you were great. But anyway, we're talking about three-on-three -three strategy and digressing to that. So. Yeah. So anyways, we, we find about this tournament a couple weeks before it's happening. We get all our forms in. We sign up. We head down there. We're off to Turkey. Um, and yeah, it was an absolute blast. We learned a ton. We, the people there were amazing, super inviting. We, we drew like the number one seed Ukraine in the first round and, uh, they were very, very talented at this. They had clearly done this a lot of times. They had a fourth guy there who I think they brought just to serve them balls before the, cause you could have four people on your team. We only had three. Uh, but only three played, so it was kind of like a weird pseudo indoor yeah. beach, like brand new ball. There was a but, lot of things where we were figuring out. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, we had an absolute blast. We learned a lot. I think, like, as every single – what was happening, basically, because we didn't practice that much, was a problem would arise in the middle of the game, and we'd be like, okay, well, that's a new problem. How are we going to solve that? And we we did really good, like, solving problems and filling holes, but we just didn't quite have enough time because the sets are also only up to 15. So it's two out of three to 15, which yeah, is wow. over before you even kind of know what happened. Well, what uh, kind of problems are you talking about? Like, like, what problem would you have that's different? What problem would you have that's different? Well, you have, like, your setters are kind of running in different spots. We had different blockers, et cetera. So you're digging the ball and you're trying to figure out, okay, now who's the best person to dig this? I would often square up to Russ to make the dig because that's what I'm used to used doing. Used to doing in beach. In beach, so I'm like fully square to Russ and then I dig it to Russ, but then it's like, ah, we really want Russ to hit that out of system ball. So then we don't really know. That was one of the problems we were running into was who was gonna hit where. Yeah. We had to figure out our, were we running a guy in the middle and out of the left? Were we running a, a right side right and back. left side. Guys were passing to position four some teams because they had a right-handed setter. So they'd come in, try and hit on two, set, middle, set. There was a lot of different yeah. elements to the to the game that you yeah. maybe don't even think of kind of playing. And then it's like, are we giving block calls? Are we just blocking yeah. ball? 
are we trying to double block? Are what we happens single when we blocking? serve short? Like what happens when I serve to my guy versus the other guy? Cause I'm gonna serve and run up because we obviously we want me on the block. And am I, so now I can't take the dump. Am I gonna be able to double block? Am I gonna pull off? Do I wanna serve their set or short? Do I wanna so he fake? Can't, he do can't I, serve? Do I wanna fake, fake a double block and pull off and get the short stuff? Cause now they've just been shooting and it's hard to cover the whole court in the snow in cleats. Like, there was, a, there was a lot of stuff that was like you could do, and some of these teams had already dialed that in. Is kind of right. So like they knew maybe, their strategy, we had basics. But we were learning a little bit more about like what we could do, and like some of these teams were already doing those things to yeah. us. When, okay. no, when, that co- when that costs you five yeah. points a set, and the game's to fifteen, yeah. stuff's happening fast. So I guess you could really benefit from three guys who can do everything, right? Because, you know, even when you scram- you set a high ball to a guy to go up and crush it or anybody can set, anybody can block type thing. Interestingly, but- like, like, yes, that'd be great. But interestingly, a lot of the teams, the best teams were very specialized. So okay. it's kind of like indoor in a way where, like, you were able to have a guy that cannot attack the ball or block the ball because he can just set and then play defense in the back. Like, so there were the, one of the Russian guys, the that setter, one. was yeah. very skilled, very skilled setter, like looked like, like a professional indoor setter. He was just like tempo balls to the outsides, like on a dime and just like uh, was playing defense in the back, great defensive player. And, and like that worked out really well with his two, like kind of six, five guys on the outside. Right. Yeah, these nice balls. Well, we gotta we gotta practice up. We gotta figure something out, Josh. Can you get on that, please? Because we can't have Canada, the Great White North, going out there and not and coming thirteenth in a snow volleyball tournament. Like it's it's absolutely saddening for us that that that's the show we're having. I mean, not necessarily on you guys, but we gotta sort that out, Josh. Like maybe we can dedicate some time to actually just working through that stuff because it sounds like. We can't get into challengers or elites anyways, so we got plenty of time to work through these things, right? Honestly, well, these guys are. Go ahead, Russ. That's kind of how it happened. Is like we were like we're not getting into these tournaments, like these beach volleyball tournaments. We're not getting into them. We might as well go play a tournament. Yeah. And if it's snow volleyball, so uh, it's interesting you say that, like, because <laughs> that's kind of the reason we went. Well, Josh, this is what's happening under your watch. So, like. Canada's first snow tournament, Garrett. I'm taking credit for this. And these guys are Oh, you're taking down. credent for the 13th. <laughs> it happened under my watch. Put it on your resume. It's a 13th. Major off finish. That's How a many major teams off were there? Finish. Were there 16 teams? It was a qualifier. Uh, after be... after the qualifier, yeah. Uh, so we were straight in the main draw? Yeah. Wild yeah. card. Okay, so we got straight in on a wild card and finished 13th out of 16? No, we didn't yeah. say we did well. No, I I'm not... Hey, you guys were honest and vulnerable. I'm questioning Josh, who's trying to take credit for this thing. <laughs> there was a lot of learning. And Garrett, we're breaking down barriers in terms of that wasn't an FIV tournament. That was a CEV. That's their continental tour that somehow Jake and Russ and Liam wheeled and dealed their way into. That now, with Canada getting that experience, Garrett, we can get Norseca running snow tournaments. We can run it in North Bay, Ontario. And poor Guatemala and Nicaragua, they're going to have to come up and play snow volleyball against us. And we're going to sweep the podium. But they're not going to do it. Why would they do it? I'd like to see some more Norseca beach. Yeah, like we're going to run a Norseca indoor (laughs) tournament or a Norseca snow tournament. Nobody's going to come, Josh. Yeah, I want to see the snow volleyball tournament hosted by Cuba in Cuba. There's going to be one American team, maybe, 
and like it'll be five. Uh, you'll have to fill it with Canadian teams. Sweep the podium, Gary. And there was rumors. Rumors. Uh, I can't. I can't confirm or deny. But Calgary was interested in hosting a snow volleyball man, tournament. They, I they see. Are. I see your ploy, Josh. And it's shady because you're trying to host a snow volleyball tournament. Nobody comes. Canada sweeps the podium. You can say we swept the podium of the first snow volleyball tournament. Oh, well, actually, people. Funny enough. We're in Turkey, and we had about seven to nine of these hardcore, hardcore. full-blown snow teams saying, hey, we heard that there's going to be a big-time tournament snow in Calgary. And we were like, they knew, they we're like, first it. time we're hearing of it. That's my country. No idea what you're talking about. These we're always guys, the last to know. They're not indoor players. They're not beach players. players they, they are snow. snow volleyball is their game. Yep. You got it. Okay, you want to find out these details? Something. No, I've always played snow. What? <laughs> wow. What? What? <laughs> yeah. See, those kind of details you only find out by looking on the dark web on that site we mentioned earlier. So that's that's where that site is listed. Or they have a snow link, by the way. They have a snow link. So snow. it sounds like we're on it. And I, what I'm most impressed with actually is wheeling and dealing with the CEV. That's a nice seed to plant. Like, hey, maybe we hop in a few of those beach tournaments. Hmm. Yeah, We're gonna lessen the snow tournament. Why not? Hey, I mean, you know, come on, right? Maybe a Swiss Pro Tour. Gary, did you ever play in that? I saw when Christian Redman was there. Like they have the stands like really sharp above the court, and it feels like you're like in gladiator style. Like yeah, I never Pro did. Tour. I never did. I didn't really play many tournaments at all, Josh. Um, anywhere else, so yeah, really, really didn't did do much in the sport. So do you play? Yeah. Yeah, do I play? I mean, people don't haven't heard of me apparently, so that's devastating. Um, which brings me. Okay. To our everybody's favorite segment, Players of the Week and Clowns of the Week. So I'm excited. I don't know if you guys have been thinking about it. We've been distracting you talking about snow volleyball, acting, and this crazy system. But we got to do it. So are you guys ready? Like, should we start with our guests for once? Or do you need some time to think about it? I feel like if we had a producer, we could have the theme music playing as you introduce this guy with the do 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 like we should really hype the song like the circus theme like like and what do you mean if we had a producer you're looking at the producer right here okay a clown and across clown's face i think garrett should dress up as a clown for the next one and kind of like waltz in right i will do i will do that if i'm my own clown of the week i think that would be appropriate naming a self clown dress as a clown that's a nice fit you gotta have a tough week and then yeah Got have a terrible week. Thing. See, it's not in the budget, though. That's the problem. We don't have any budget for the clown costume. So That's if we uh, had a CFO or something to get think, on that. I still think you could sell those shirts, though, that say clown of the week. And I think people would buy that. And like double pointers, clown of the week, and then boom. And player of the week, Josh and I, arm in arm with a thumbs arm up. Arm in arm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, nah, we'd actually have to be in the same room together, which we can't have that happen. It hasn't happened since we've started this show, and it never will. Um, oh I know, that's a fun fact for you. <laughs> um, anyway, so players of the week. So it sounds like you guys aren't ready, because you're trying to stall no, by distracting. Totally so you're ready. Oh, Are you're ready? Said to me, yeah. All right, Do well, I then you go, both? Jake. Player of the week, start us off. My player of the week I know you guys do a lot of OUA stuff, but it's my absolute guy, Travis Merriweather, down here in Cali. Guy is a professional beach volleyball player, but also reports, pours his heart and soul every single day writing about the sport that we love, keeps people 
like in the know for the most part, as much as you can, as we just talked about, about beach volleyball, but writes unbelievable articles for the FIVB, the NCAA, dabbles with the AVP as well, player. He also is gonna let us crash at his place for a few days, which is absolutely massive. If you know anything about the California market, it's a big help to us. So my guy, no doubt about it. Travis is my absolute player of the week. Nice. Yeah, I mean, respect Travis. And it just sounds, Jake, like you're trying to get him to write an article about you, like by naming him player of the week. Like (laughs) it sounds like that's the ploy here and I respect it fully. So maybe we'll have to get Travis on the show so he can we can maybe collaborate as volleyball content creators you know what I mean that's that's put in a good word for us while you're sleeping on his couch I mean not the best negotiating position but maybe we can get something going (laughs) um okay great I mean great player of the week Jake I gotta respect it respect the professionalism okay over to Alex we're starting with the guests here I I love it you guys you're bringing intensity Alex player of the week so mine comes with a bit of a story on Saturday this Saturday we're uh, strolling down to 16th Street, Hermosa, right on the, the boardwalk there. And we we stumble into a game of, of sixes this weekend. And this isn't your average game of six-on-six six volleyball. We've got, uh, got Taylor Crabb. We've got Taylor Sanders. We've got us. We've got uh, guys from Serbia. We've got great AVP-level players like some NCAA like Div 1 women's players playing on on this court and uh, and one guy uh, Brandon Joyner who's my player of the week he was our setter for the for these games and he was really you know he was dishing us the ball pretty good so I wanted to give a shout out to him and and for being just such a good guy that week and he he trained with us today actually uh, and so, uh, shout out to Brandon Joyner for, for dishing Absolute me the sauce. slinging of the sauce. I mean, yeah. I got to respect it. I, I, only, I can only anticipate that you're going to try to play again and hopefully get him to dish more sets your way. And that's yeah, why no, player for sure. Well, I mean, we didn't beat them down too bad, Garrett. So nice. You know. It, it sounds, it's, I think Josh, that's the first player of the week from a non-sanctioned Exhibition game of sixes beach volleyball, both genders. Exhibition, yeah. Hopefully paving the way to more. (laughs) (laughs) The first of many. Yeah, Yeah, we'll see about that. Okay, I mean, awesome. You guys guys seem prepared, though, I have to ask. Did you prepare that beforehand? That's an absolute yes. You guys (laughs) knew about it beforehand. You were coming prepared. Josh, did you tell them? Garrett, it's on the Instagram. We we went public with it. That that's why the, you know we have this big uproar in the internet world. Is I finally posted it. So even if you don't listen to the show, they know who the players and the clowns of the week are. I find that hard to believe. <laughs> I know, the people know, I know our show. I Come know on. that the Annas were the clowns of the week, and I uh, that bears repeating. <laughs> All right. Okay. Doubling down. Okay, but hold on. We're not at clowns of the week yet. Everyone's getting a little bit excited about calling other people out, and I mean I like it, but we're not there yet. <laughs> We got to do some nice things to earn it first, I think. <laughs> okay, Josh, why don't you save us with your player of the week? 
So my player of the week, uh, I'm going to stick with the uh, U Sports here. Uh, going to the AUS, Garrett, not my favorite division, but uh, Taylor <laughs> Collinman from Acadia had an unreal weekend. <laughs> my favorite division. So I'm losing it. This I've is, stewarded this is them before, awesome. but I'm going to save it right now. So on night one, Garrett, she went 22 on 44 with 10 more digs and three aces. On the second night, another five setter, 25 on 61 with 21 digs. Those are Garrett May-like numbers. She went off for two big wins in the uh, – AUS last you gotta, week. You gotta Did absolutely. you say 61 swings? Yes. What? <laughs> you gotta you gotta respect that on Josh's positive part, he's been just he's trudging been... in winter downs you mode, that he still had to throw in something negative, even on the positive part. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and and Josh, Josh I, we didn't catch her name. Uh, Taylor Columbin, C-O-L-L-O-M-B-I-N. I hope I'm saying that right, because she's the player of the week from Acadia. Two big wins. Okay. Can't even uh, say the name correctly. No. Um, but and, congrats, yeah, congrats on sixty-one player. swings, Garrett. That's unbelievable. But, but twenty-four kills on those sixty-one swings. Uh, Twenty-five with twenty-one more digs. So keep keep setting her. I mean, that's yeah, it, it's a good wave. idea to set her if that's what yeah, she's scoring on. Josh, I'm a little bit upset because you and I went along the same lines with where we were looking for players of the week this week. I'm a little bit disappointed. So I do kind of have to maybe try to one-up you a little bit. I'll do my best. So um, I was looking at stats because I love looking at stats because the last few weeks I've been doing Clown of the Week based on stats, but I'm turning over a new leaf. Um, So this week... My player of the week is going to go to somebody not who got the most sets, but somebody who's on the other end of that getting the most digs on somebody getting a ton of sets. So Olivia Bell from St. Mary's University, 24 digs in a four-set match. Like, that was by far the most I could ever see of anybody even getting above 20 was unreal. 24 digs in a match? Can you imagine that? It's insane. Uh, I almost want to check the tape and see if this was like when they used to do stats in the OCAA, Garrett. Are they counting free balls? Are they counting like anything that she like touched the ball on? Well, you'd think the rest of the team would be close, but the next closest is 17 and then 12. So it seems like they're not just giving these things away. She's doubling up on the digs of but like everybody. You said she's over 20 and then there was a 17 and a 12. So her team in total had like 80 digs. 79 digs. <laughs> So that's a lot of digs. That's a lot of rallies. Good rally. After and a 3 1 win. Rally, good rally. That's some attempts out there. So there's got to be some rallies going on. Yeah. So I was going to call out uh, Julie Moore, who had 51 total attempts in that match, but that was not the highest. So I did look up the highest number of attempts last week in a women's match that I could find, and it was not 61, it was 65 by Natasha Desjardins on the Niagara College women's team who got a 3-2 victory over Fanshawe. 65 sets in a five-set match. That's a Garrett May number of sets received right there. 65. Get your 61 out of here, Josh. 65 is where it's at. Um, She did only score 19 of them, though. So, you know, still some room for improvement there. But, I mean, that's a lot. The 20 bomb, but had 65 sets. So... I mean, congrats to Olivia. Well done. And that is my player of the week. Olivia. 24 digs, though. If I ever made 24 digs in a game, I'd be losing my mind. No? All right. You guys, what? We've lost all steam now? (laughs) 
We're getting ready for the the switch in psyche. It's just a, it's so just we have two California players of the week and two AUS players of the week. This has never been done before, Garrett. It, we really split the map there, so that's good. <laughs> Taking it far and wide. Yeah. We absolutely did. It's um, a global award. It's Josh global. and I, we, you and I were in the same wavelength, man, and I don't like it, and I hope we're not in the same wavelength for Clowns of the Week. Um, okay. No, no chance. So, we're definitely not. I know we're not. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Jake, uh, why don't you rest for a second? We'll let Alex uh, start us off with Clowns of the Week. Who are you calling out this week, Alex? I mean... I think it might have been obvious earlier, but I'm calling out the FIVB for allowing the top 16 teams to compete in the Challenger. I think that that is, just doesn't make really much sense for the sport. And I understand they like they added in like, oh, you can qualify for the top 16, but that really doesn't make any sense for most of the teams out there because of the points drop off, but like, come on. Interesting like ploy by Alex trying to call out as clown of the week the person that you are actually hoping to work for and make a living for one day. I mean, it's a bold, bold. move. We'll Con. see if it plays out for him. I have to fully agree because if you're going to have a tiered tournament system where the the top tier can just all come down and play in your second tier, how's anybody supposed to climb? I said this weeks ago. We, we talked about it with Sarah Pavin a few weeks ago. She thinks that it's going to be okay. I don't think it's going to be okay, but we'll see what happens. So, uh, Clown of the Week, FIVB. I'm nervous. I want We want their affection on this show, but, hey, you got to take it when it's given, FIVB. Clown yeah. of the Week. All right. Jake, is yours FIVB too? Like, do we even need to? No, no, no. Mine, I'm going after the OUA here. What? For this can- is their third Clown of the Week. <laughs> oh, for, no. For canceling two matches between Windsor and Western because – Two or three players on Windsor at the start of the week test positive for COVID. The whole team's asymptomatic. They're testing them out the nose every day leading up to. 98% of the team is just fine, and we're just going to straight up cancel two matches between Western and Windsor. We're not going to have the matches. We're not going to make up the matches. We're just going to call them some type of weird pseudo draw where, it, like, everybody makes playoffs. So who cares? Let's not even play the OUA matches. And yeah, that's my clown of the week just canceling matches. I fully support that. Not yeah. necessarily because of canceling matches. I mean, if you're trying to be safe, you hold firm to that, even if you're a little bit too safe. But for everybody making playoffs and the matches not matter, what are you doing? Why? What is the point? Cancel all the matches. Everybody makes playoffs. It's for seeding. Like, it makes absolutely no sense. It is a weird year. But are we gonna give them any leeway? No, it sounds like we're calling them out directly. <laughs> but, we're, no. but we're gonna take we're gonna take away matches when we've already canceled half their these poor athletes season. When it seems like we could we could have rocked it down with ninety eight percent of the team healthy, we could have ran these matches. I don't know. It just seems That's absurd true. to me. You know what? I will say though, having participated in a number of those Western Windsor matches, it's okay to cancel. You're not missing out on much. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, okay. I mean, hey, Clowns of the Week, two administrations from both yeah. of you guys seemingly showing your perspective where you're coming from. Okay, Josh, who wants to go first, you or me? Uh, you, you go ahead this time. Are you sure? I can go. I can go. Well, are you sure you want me to go first? No, I feel like you have the closer, so we should save Do the I? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. 
So after posting on Instagram uh, about who my clowns of the week are, my wife actually took a shot at me and said, I always pick administrations where you're braver than I am because you call out people where that's supposed to be the spirit of the clown. Your wife called me brave? (laughs) Yes. Absolutely. Player of the week to Josh's wife. You're supposed to call them out where I've called out like Canada West, OUA. Called out. So now we're called out. Now we're called out by your wife. Thanks a lot. Absolutely. In a sense. So my first one, Garrett, will be uh, for the WNBA. I don't know if you guys followed this. A team got fined, Garrett, for giving a chartered flight. Yes, that's right. They thought it was a competitive advantage, so they fined the team who gave their team a chartered flight to a game because the other teams can't afford to do this, Garrett, so you have to take, like, normal public flights to your games. So they fined the New York Liberty because they chartered a plane. But I do have a volleyball one, Garrett. No, no, hold on, though. Hold on. Hold on. Your wife calls you out for calling out administrations. And you follow up by (laughs) calling out an administration. But my, my real one, Garrett, is again, oh, your real one. Canada okay, okay. West. And I feel like I'm Stephen A. Smith. I want to start the story and say, you know, this pains me to say, Garrett, because he's a dear friend of mine, a okay. dear friend of mine. Okay. But uh, UBC used an ineligible player and all their wins in second semester are gone. And you might think, oh, no, what are we going to do? We lost all our wins. This is going to do everything. The Can West division declared that it was too close to playoffs. Everybody's already planned their travel, Garrett. So they held the playoff draw. UBC loses the wins, but keeps their seed, keeps their schedule. So Hawkins, I, I love you. You're a dear friend of mine. But come on, man. You played an ineligible guy and you didn't even get punished for it? Oh, my God. What? It didn't mean anything, apparently. The second semester didn't mean a thing. It's ineligible. I don't know the name of the player, and I, I I would call them on blast maybe here, but somebody does not have the course load appropriate to be playing U Sports this semester. But it cost them nothing, Garrett. They took away their wins, but they they're still playing the same ranked. I'm in shock. Well, that's fair. Big UBC no, no, guy. Fair. That is unbelievable. What? Actually, Ineligible mine. player, take away all your wins. Keep your seed, though. We don't really Keep care that much. So What? The 0 and 16 UBC Thunderbirds are, are hosting a playoff. <laughs> they're, they're not, yeah, no, good. just the second half they lost the wins, right? They still would make playoffs. Like so it's not like it would still, put them in last. They still represent the second seed in the Canada West West, and they'll go to Sask and they'll play. But like they they lost all their second semester wins. That apparently the this is like whose line is it anyway? The wins mean nothing. Like now, yeah. here's the most important question in my mind: Was the ineligible player any good? <laughs> or, or was it the 16th guy on the box squad? That's a good that's, question. That's, good, that's why I asked. <laughs> I was yeah. like, who's the player? I need to know that because first, it really depends. Know them personally. Yeah, and, and how much I care about it. Like, <laughs> Because if it's the worst guy on the team, they definitely should keep their seed. But sure. if it's the starting player who's ineligible, who's like a, a contributor, it's like... He's putting up 23 every night, yeah. Yeah, no, that's I mean, offside. Like, he's yeah. ineligible. You can't do that. Everybody else has to... You talk about competitive advantage. Forget chartered flights. These people are taking courses. This guy's yeah, the not... The last I remember an ineligible player was on the women's side in the OUA. York forfeited because they, they played RMC, and during the garbage time, they put in an athlete, and she wasn't apparently eligible because she had transferred schools or something, and they forfeited a quarterfinal, and RMC made the final four that year in the OUA. I, I think, Gary, you were still in the league at that point. Absolutely was. It was legendary, and <laughs> it was uh, it was awfully embarrassing for everybody involved, and everybody was upset. Melissa Umana Paredes was Randy on that Wilkerson, team. Wilkerson, yep. So, Brandy Wilkerson on that team. So, here's a little fun fact for you, listeners. Um, anyways, my clown of the week. 
I, I probably shouldn't have gone last because now I built it up. But um, I was checking out some tournaments, doing some research for the show, as I do, which as we try to take this more seriously, which still yet to happen. Um, and I was looking at the registered teams list for the Elite 16 uh, tournament coming up in uh, Rosarito, Mexico. Um, and just trying to see who's on it. The Challenger we've talked about. We have a few teams in there. Yeah. Let's check Elite 16. You know, really the the, tier, the cream of the crop. Check the women's side. Oh, we got a few teams in there. We got a few teams in the qualification. Awesome. Flip over to the men's side. Can't find a single team from Canada. Not a single Canadian men's team was able to make the, not even the qualifier. So my clown of the week is Team Canada Men's Beach Volleyball. And by extension, you, Josh Nickel, for not having a single over. team in the Elite 16 oh, when this oh, thing is starting. Oh, Are we kidding me ourselves here, boys? This interview's over. We're out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? We can't deliver a team in the Sop Sop 16 and we got three women's teams on the other side? What are we doing? Well, Garrett, they keep changing the rules. We didn't even know there was a qualifier oh, until it's later the rules. on. And like, they, yeah. they just keep making it up. Well, we've already named the FIVB Clown of the Week. So we understand that the game is a little bit rigged in that sense. So some leeway, but I was so disappointed to see that we couldn't do it. Not even in the qualifier. Um, could we get a team? Maybe we didn't even try. I don't know what the deal is, but I'm sad. I think Ben and Greg. Ben and Greg. <clears throat> Betting right? probably could have gotten in the qualifier if they signed up. And I'm not sure why they didn't, because they're playing in the other tournament in Mexico, which is just a week or two earlier. Because it makes more sense, I think, <laughs> points-wise. Wait, what? It makes more sense to skip the top tournament? The rankings based on your three of four now, so if you have a poor result, that really sewers you. Yeah. Okay, I think our all of our clowns of the week are well deserved here, you guys, um, because this is an absolute mess. What's happening here? Three of four, we can't get teams in. It's going to be a complete dogfight out there. I don't envy you guys. But Josh, uh, take it, clown of the week. <laughs> <laughs> so I get a shirt now, right? Take it on the chin. I was going to give it to myself too because I got called out hard in an Instagram post we had, which segues me into one of our other. Uh, other topics we want to talk about. We we post on Instagram and Josh, Josh, I gotta commend you though. Player of the week for those posts, by the way. Are you kidding me? The quality, the art. You guys see them, Alex and Jake? Yeah, like yeah. It, it's top yeah. tier stuff. Josh is bringing out here. I uh, love it. clown of the week. Um, then realize he kicked him while he's down and try and build him back up. I see. This is how the show goes, Jake. This is how we. Should. Yeah, like absolutely do both of those things and then <laughs> full circle again. Repeat. But uh, great, some great content. We, it's rare we have great content, so we have to call it out when we actually do something worthwhile. So excellent content there, Josh. You probably could have stretched it out into multiple posts and gotten a few more on there, get a little bit more traction, but that's beside the point. Anyways, I got called out hard. Um, do, I, I, I wish we had the quote present, but somebody from, I think, your old team, Jake, is calling me out for being a grown-ass man calling out young kids for their stat lines, using my fame to call these young kids. And it was an excellent sharp cut. Like, <laughs> it, was, it was perfect. But this is the thing. Do I be upset? Do I respond? Like, what are we supposed to do with this, boys, now that we get more famous? How we handle this social media thing? Like, you guys must have some suggestions with your oodles of followers, right? I mean, yeah, I think you take it in the fact that you're saying that he's calling you famous. Like, that's kind of big, right? You got to take that as almost so a So take compliment. the silver lining where I can in some of these social media posts. 
<laughs> I think so. I mean, social media can be rough out there. So anytime you're getting called famous. And he was calling himself a boy? Does that hear that correctly? Well, he was ta- calling kids. the people I was calling out kids, which, yeah. I mean, 18, 19-year-olds, all right, yeah. I mean, if you're going to go out there and play five sets and go 2, 8, and 12, though, I think <laughs> you you definitely deserve to get a little bit called out, at least. I don't know. What, like, what is your coach thinking at that point, though? Okay, so I've got some backup here is what we're saying. <laughs> I know. So I, I'm... I agree, Garrett. I think it's interesting that everybody always says, oh, volleyball needs more media attention, needs more media attention. Apparently, it only needs media attention if it's a positive thing, that we're not allowed to be negative towards people. But I, I do agree that maybe he's coming to the aid of people. Like, I think it, it would be it would be poor form for us to, like, announce his stats and attack him as a person just because he was the one who commented on the post. I think that would be a little shallow. But I think we should just uh, – we, we should take this one. It was a sharp cut. It was pretty witty. But uh, – you know, his hitting efficiency, I don't think it's too far above his weight. I don't know, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Josh. Love it. Like, now, your career 187 hitter, you're probably a buck 80 on a good day. Like, ooh. I don't know if you should be the tough guy on social media. Ooh. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm wow. saying. Wow. And but, you're, that must be coming from a guy who's comfortable taking some heat on. Like, you got, <laughs> like in this, you got to take some heat here in this industry. If you're trying to do any well, you got to be, I'm okay being a heel a little bit. If I'm the guy getting called out for calling people out at least it gets people talking right yeah then josh with the instant response call out because he's so used to taking fire from garrett just rolls right off his back now well it's like papa bear like when i get thrown out you were feeling defensive weren't you josh were you feeling bad a little bit josh dug up this guy's hitting efficiency it hit home though a little bit so it was a good sharp cut though you what you guys have respected but I just it irks me, Garrett, a little bit when somebody finishes their U Sports career and everybody says, Congrats on a great career when like it's not a good <laughs> career for a lot of people. That's where I get like a little bit annoyed. Like it's like when the Leafs did a, a video tribute for Zach Hyman when he came back to Toronto. It's like, does everybody get a video now? I could see like when Matt Sundin came back, that was a big deal, or like We Vince need Carter this from, from you more, Josh. But like, like we need more did, of this. When did tributes become good. participation based? I don't understand when this became a thing. Like we absolutely need this side of you way Sarah, more often. Sarah we need to get like a segment. What gets under Josh's skin? Because we need that. Are you kidding me? Like, so you're saying somebody has a, sh- a pretty terrible career. I didn't say terrible. Average. Pretty average. Let me say, okay, well, so they, they hit 15%. They hit line and tip from left side. They hand pass. They, they win maybe five games a year. And they finish and everybody says, you're pissed that people are saying, hey, congrats on a great Great career. Great career. Garrett, he takes sets on the attack line and hits angle only in forearm passes. (laughs) Why why are you calling out hand passing? Because he forearm passes and hits angle. Well, I'm not calling out hand passing specifically, but I'm calling out (laughs) only hand passing. That's absolutely not okay. Like, how is that even a contributing factor? (laughs) Okay. Let me get back on this. You want to talk about what's grinding our gears, Josh? I respect it. You've inspired me. Now Alex is calling me out for it. In I will the say, OUA, though, Garrett, like the, the clown of the week got more likes and shares and traction on, on the globe than player of the week. So obviously being the villain is getting us more attention, and I'm just willing to like ride the wave. I walked by the water cooler the other day at Downsview. Anna Fiore told me we have beef. And if anyone who knows Anna Fiore, that's a bad person to have on like their angry side because she's the nicest person, Garrett, and apparently I've made an enemy. So Well, so I shouldn't have picked you as clown of the week then. I should have picked somebody else to like get some beef, get some heat on us. More yeah, heat on so. you, yeah. What, am know, I do- what are we doing? We got to call it individuals. But anyway, Josh, you've inspired me because these guys don't know 
Because if you play in the OUA, you know that the left sides in that league, probably 75 to 80% of them, they only hand pass. They stand up at the attack line and hand pass. They only hit line or tip ever. And they they hit an average efficiency. It's a 6-2 guy who just hits average hitting line from power. There's like a dime a dozen of those in the league, and that bothers me. So those yeah, guys saying they had a great career, I'm with you, Josh. No, be unique at least a little bit. No, no? Alex, are you? does that bother no, you? I agree. I, 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 that other stuff sounds terrible. <laughs> Being 6'2", yeah, I know. Like, I'm thinking of Steve Marr standing up at the attack line, hand-passing, and I respect that guy. Well... Yeah, I mean, you respect him because he's on Team Canada, but if he didn't make Team Canada, you know. I mean, I played with him. I, I respect him as a player. I think he's good. Okay, right on. Well, good for you. Way to call him out on the show. Do you want to give him Player of the Week or what? <laughs> no, Brandon's got it. Brandon's got it. <laughs> Brandon's got it nailed down. I mean, yeah, I can get behind. I can get behind. But, like, you're gonna if you're going to hit angle a bunch, you got to mix in the line hit. Tipping, though, I can Tipping. get behind. Tipping, get I've never out. heard of. Never even like, heard of it, yeah. That's because you played Tipping Canada West. The OUA ball. is capped to continue as soon as somebody gets a dig. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. awful. Yeah. But it's why Olivia got 24 digs <laughs> in her say, match. That's why teams are putting up 80 digs on 65 yeah. attempts. You get 65 attempts, I guess you got a tip and hit line. You got a lot line. of continues out there. and But, hey... I support it, though. I support the continue all the way because you're not bringing negatives. Because we talked last week. This is what got us into hot water is me calling out people for going very negative. So I'm happy to bring it back full circle. You can't. No, 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 no. You can't be like, okay, I hate tipping and be okay with continues, though. Like, I, I remember one of your teammates, one of my favorite stat lines ever, Justin Scavanello, Put up a 28-28 on that many attempts one time, and I respected it. He hit that ball as hard as he could every single play, and it was a kill or it was an error. The he rally was over every single time. No continues. Yeah. Now, we did have a few games like that, and I'll tell you, Jake, it was because the Western statisticians didn't actually count continues for a whole half season. So that those stat lines were looking really good. <laughs> that, saying, that he year. had more attempts than twenty-eight kills, twenty-eight errors. Like he had more. Buddy, attempts. buddy, our team back in the day, it was high ball city, high <laughs> C ball to Scap, high pipe ball to me. That was what we were doing, and we were doing it fifty times a game. Is, yeah, that and was, that's a silver medal at nationals right there. You weren't even on the team then. It was just Scapinello hitting high balls from everywhere. Oh yeah, when I left, it would have been just jack it up out there to that yeah. guy. Absolutely. But anyways, yeah, so that guy did not tip. So respect. No. Nope. And I respect a good tip, but only if it scores. <laughs> anyways, that we, I mean, we've covered a lot of ground here this episode, guys. And it's normally the point where we just kind of sputter out and I ask you guys what you thought, how'd it go? What do you think about the show? Hmm. My instinct was to be like, this show sucks. <laughs> <laughs> That was your instinct, but you decided I'm not this, to? I'm in this mode. I just want to keep attacking everybody. <laughs> no, the show is great. <laughs> I don't feel well, hang on, though. Was it, though? Because we, 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 we have yet to have a genuine feedback of somebody saying, yeah, I don't think this was our best. This, this wasn't your best. We have yet to see that. Like, so if that was your instinct, don't hold back. But it sounds like you were just trying to be funny. Yeah, yeah. That's what it was. <laughs> 
Cloud oh, of the Week no. brings out the worst in everybody, Garrett. This is not yeah. good. <laughs> this is not good. Well, I, no, it's, I've seriously. Been on, I've, been a, I've been on a few times, and, and I enjoy how it switched from a lot of storytelling, a lot of you know people getting in deep, which I do love, though. Don't get me wrong. I love a good, a good story, especially from some legends, to like clowns of the weeks and little different Absolutely. jobs and trying to get people angry at you, you know? And we... <laughs> We got Sarah calling out Josh and then Josh coming back the next week and aggressively swinging at people. Like he's laying out names. He's statting everybody's stats. He's calling out weights. He's calling out people. Oh, no, <laughs> he's, he's like, how much do you lift in the gym? Josh is full out. He's, he's yelling at people. What do you squat? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So you're saying it went well. I'm saying it it's definitely different. Yeah. And your point about it used to be about stories and stuff. That was just the episodes you were on and you happened to be on with my dad. We did not want it to be like that. That was not the goal. I mean, I loved it. He the guy can absolutely tell a story. Holy. Yeah, life. but but eh. Yeah, but I I see where Josh is coming from, and and I like <laughs> that he's he's evolving and he's attack he's in attack mode. He's I like, like this. he's like a man trapped in the corner, and he's coming out swinging. New Josh. <laughs> I'm gonna keep and I'm gonna keep pushing you, Josh, because I like I like the intensity. So I'm gonna just keep bugging you, pushing you. Maybe you'll come and swinging at me, maybe. But uh, I I respect it fully. I'm gonna cut out all the clips maybe of Josh. It's just intense breakouts and just. And just clip that together, maybe. That's something I should do. If we only had a producer or an intern or something to do that for us. You gotta start sneaking videos of him at Downs U too when he gets when he gets going at the video board. <laughs> Wait, you have a video board? Oh gosh. Like, oh. Yeah, I mean a, whatever you want to call it. Like Garrett, a TV. Practice is all about me. I present two or three times a week. I make it all about me. <laughs> Wait, I, sorry, I'm still hung up. You have a a, a board. That has a screen. Uh, it's, a sorry, it's just a TV. It's a TV stand. Yeah, it's yeah. like with the TV okay. on it. Well, it's like when you were in high school and the sub wheels in the TV and everybody gets excited. I go for that like every week with the guys. Oh, and know? it's the old like it's the old TV. <laughs> like it's I the wish. old it's box still up. with it, the it's cord. No, it's a, it's a better. <laughs> so <laughs> hold on, you're stopping practice in the middle of practice and <laughs> wheeling out this thing yeah, to no, show starting, like something starting here's the tv rolling it onto yeah, the sand, sand yeah <laughs> yeah like did it ever tip over like oh shoot sorry guys i'm ruining practice here we're gonna that that's next level i i can see why it would be all about you if you got the full-on props and everything josh i need a laser pointer or like the stick the old school stick you have you a tv just... what do you need a laser pointer for <laughs> he's laser pointing the tv <laughs> to the tv it's right there <laughs> <laughs> just get a ruler like truly like those old teachers and use like a meter stick to point at what you're talking about that'll really get the job i mean garrett you've played with a few of the guys you've met these guys it's hard to hold their attention for a long time so you gotta oh, like, get it. you gotta spice it up every once in a while i get it and they're all my clowns of the week so you can let them know that <laughs> on the tv board in the yeah. next practice that <laughs> hey you guys are and just it's just a picture of the clown of the week this is you guys this week <laughs> Because we didn't have anybody in the elite tournament. What are we doing? With a few of those when he compares us to some of those NHL teams. Yeah, true. Well, I look forward to seeing a lot more. And thank you guys for joining us. I know you're busy scheduled down there playing six-on-six six mixed games in California. You know, it just must be packed full. Um, 
of events and stuff like that because you know all those challenges you're not getting sorry that's an absolute it's <laughs> a bit of a low there, low yeah it's an man. absolute yeah I, that took a i didn't mean it to be that intense but i'll double down yeah uh anyway <laughs> thank you guys for joining us um Thank you all for listening. If you're still listening, I mean, I haven't even mentioned once to subscribe or five star that podcast or whatever. Comment down below a funny moment from this episode. And if you like Josh getting all intense or if maybe Josh needs to be the fence sitter once again, because I prefer non fence sitting Josh, but it's it's tough to get him out of there. So we need more anyway. subscribers to make that happen, I think. Yeah, we need over 100 subscribers to get that to happen, I guess. <laughs> um, Alex and Jake, thank you guys for joining us. Anything? Any last words? No, thanks so much for having us, guys. Yeah, thank you. All right. Well, thank you all for listening so much, and we will see you next time.